What up, what up, what up? This is your boy Kojak, and we got a special guest here. He goes by the name Jerk. Uh, first and foremost, man, I appreciate you coming through. It's been long overdue. Uh, and uh, first things first, can you go ahead and tell my listeners about yourself? Sure, man, I appreciate you having me. Um, Jerk, from right here, Peoria, Illinois. Uh, I've been writing music for about 13 years. I've been recording for about seven. Um, man, it's just, I don't know what you want to know, you know what I'm saying, before we get into the thing. Uh, uh, just uh, how you got into rapping, and you like, uh, you know, as far as your influences, things like that. Yeah, always, um, I've always been into music my whole life, but, uh, when I got locked up in 2003, I like, when I'm sitting in the county, I'm like, my third day there after I slept the first three days, I just woke up and was like, I know I'm gonna be in here for a while. I just got caught red handed doing some of the stupidest stuff in the world. You know what I'm saying? And so I just sat down and, you know, got the writing and wrote every, almost every day for the next four years. You know what I'm saying? Four and a half years till I got out. You know, and, um, when I got out, I got with my family, and I was like, 07, I didn't get with them till about 08, so I got with my family, it was uh, Black Cotton, they had a group called Black Cotton here in Peoria, it's my sister Veronica, they call it V from the P, um, Kid Business, uh-huh. um, it was a lot of us, man, it was all three of my sisters, uh, Veronica, Brianna, Jasmine, Jamar, um, a couple guys that are in Black Flag now. Um, we was just making music together. I got my first recording experience, uh, really, and just learned that, you know, all that writing is only one step, you know, yeah. but I was a lot better when I first recorded my first song than the average person who will write it and then go record it, you know, and, um, just over the, over the next few years, all the way up till now, I was, you know, I was, uh, I used to be with MUC as well after that, you know, because, like, it was just learning experiences, you know, finding myself, you know, that fell apart. Life happens, and you get in different situations. Then I was with MUC. Uh, a lot of y'all probably heard of Murder Mason, uh, Trom T. We had Kia, and we was just a big family making music out here, getting into local beefs, you know, like rapper beefs, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff with uh, Hood the Good. You know, which is Frizz the Kid, Mikey D, you know, it's just like, it was really local politics. It was back when Shut It Down. You remember Shut It Down? Hearing about Shut It Down? What year was that? This was, uh, had to be like 2010, 2011, 2011. 2012. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I probably have now. Yeah, and uh, it was just like a big local scene at the time. You know, it was like, all the rappers were interested. You know, we had some, we had some residents and fans, you know, that that were really interested. Uh you have you heard of um the Goonies? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, they when they were big at that time, you know, it's just everybody, you know, competing for that number one spot and shut it down, you know, caused tensions, people taking it real serious, egos getting hurt. It was all a good experience though, now that I look back on it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at the time it was just a big waste of time. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then after that, um uh, 
I just feel like I've always been a good team player. So you may not have heard about me as much because I've always done for my team. You know what I'm saying? If we, like, I sat around wasting time for a while and realizing that it was more about business. So I went to the background and been focusing on business a lot. So I've learned a lot, gained a lot of contacts in the last few years, you know, and really finding myself and learning how this game really works to actually make an impact and make leaps. You know, and that's what I've been doing for the last few years out here in the hip-hop scene. There's a lot of people know me. Anybody who's heard me respects what I do. You know what I'm saying? And that's just, you know, jerk, really. Yeah. So who was, um, like, your musical influences growing up? Oh, man. Big, big, I have to say, first one comes to my head, Michael Jackson. That's, I wanted to be Michael Jackson when I was little, you know, watching him, you know, just was like wow you know like I don't know what it was it was just you know like probably because it was sold to me in the media yeah. you know but also he was just a captivating person um other than that when you get into rap um probably one of my first rap influences was Ice Cube um you know because like I was a very mixed cultured kid because you know my mom's white my dad's black so I have white family, you know, that I used to stay with and they'd be listening to the radio and it'd be all Aerosmith and this and that, you know, but mm-hmm. I liked it all, you know. So it's, there's, I have so many different music influences, you know, like from one hit wonders to, you know, people who've been around R. Kelly, um, Jay-Z, Tupac especially, um, just lyricists mainly, Nas, it's Nas heavy, Nas real heavy, um, just a lot though. I'm I'm influenced by all music. Yeah. So uh would you say that you was uh so who what side did you pick when it came to the East Coast, West Coast beef between Big and Pop? At that time it was probably Biggie. Big. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. You know, as I grew, like, once two, I didn't respect Tupac till after he was gone. That's what a lot of people say. For real, like, yeah. like I listened to it, and I loved it. You know what I'm saying? But I thought Biggie was more lyrical until, until like, years, you know, the years afterwards, really listening and, and, like, seeing how big of an impact he actually had on me. You know what I'm saying? Listening to those songs that I knew word for word, but not saying them, not really, yeah. you know, listening, like, oh, my. Gosh, you know, and but yeah, it was Biggie though, definitely at the time. But now yeah. Tupac all day. Yeah, I think I think Pop would be um, one of these front runners right now for everything that's going on with the police and stuff. I think Pac would have really been out there ahead of the curve, really, because he was speaking on it then too. Yeah, the things going on right now would have already happened. Yeah. We'd be done with all this. This would be we, we, this, clean, this slate would be clean. We this would have been dealt with if Pac was here. He was too early. Yeah. His consciousness was above, above and beyond most. You know that there was small cells of that consciousness and that knowledge out out here at the time. You know, small groups that had their own churches and their own assemblies that talked about the knowledge that Tupac knew. So, but it's growing now. You know what I'm saying? And now is the time. And it's just too bad that he ain't here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. You think he dead, though? Yes. 
Right. You know how everybody swearing yeah. down this yeah. man. I, I, I hope against hope, but it's like my, yeah. my, my, my not common sense is telling me he dead. Yeah. Because, I mean, if he, if he wasn't and he, like, came out, like, he'd go to jail because you can't, like, fake your own death type shit. I mean. It's against the law, I guess, to fake your own death. Depends on if you believe in the law. True. Facts. You know what I'm saying? I you got to say the law applies to you. Yeah. That's what Tupac is about. Right. You know what I'm exactly. saying? So, I don't even know. But uh, we had uh, Passport Lewis on the show a long a long ass time ago. I don't even remember what episode that was. But uh, you hooked up with him as well. Passport's obviously somebody that I respect and pay attention to his music. So uh, once I seen the connection with y'all, I was intrigued to hear uh, your music. So um, how did uh, that um, uh, connection even start? Um, I had heard about Passport when I was listening to 90.7 just as a listener before I went to the station. And this was about a year before I went to the station and he was talking about, you know, his moving and everything. And I just liked his music, liked how he talked because I'm a real business oriented person. I really didn't even know who he was, you know. And um, then I looked into it. I was like, cool, you know. And then I reached out to him once I got on the station to talk because I knew he was uh, pushing a new project to come on there and talk about his project. So we did an interview. We rode around. They brought the cameras, the GoPros, rode around, did an interview. I don't even know if he put out the footage yet. Yeah. You know, it, it was pretty dope, though. Rode around the town doing the interview. And um, I just interviewed him there. And um, we let, um, you know, we just we just clicked at the time, you know. Just just real positive vibes between us, me, him, and his, uh, uh, his producer, John Quest. And, um... He heard some of my music, uh, the music that me and Trom T was doing at the time. We called ourselves the Cypher Killers, and um, he heard one of the tracks called My Other Half, and he was just like, man, that's amazing. I want to do a video for it, you know, and, um, but he's such a busy person. It's like, it has to be, like, you got to be ready and on point, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And I didn't realize how ready and on point you had to be at the time, you know what I'm saying? So he had so much going on, and then, like, me and Trom T just started having created differences so you know that fell through but he still reached out to me and was just like you know let's come do some music and I was like alright and um but I was waiting for him and then he called me one day out the blue in like March and was like man we going down to South by Southwest you wanna roll I'm like for sure how much is it he was like he told me the number I'm like cool let's go you know what I'm yeah. saying it don't matter you know really it's just for the experience so we went down there, we had a good time, you know, promoted passports, uh, customs. He had a lot of um, a lot of different pr promo opportunities down there, performance opportunities. Uh, we got to, met a lot of different people, you know, hooked up with Sway down there. Yeah. You know, he had already met him, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So he kept coming across him, and Sway was just like, man, you're still doing it. And, you know, really respected that and tried to get him on down there, but things fell through. So he ended up going to New York and being on there, which is even better, I think. Yeah. You're, you're actually in the studio. But that's how it came about us really clicking up. They was just like, man, um, they they knew my business mind because we had talked in the studio a few times. And I told them my business perspective, you know, marketing-wise and different things. Because like I said, even though I don't do the things for myself and you don't see jerk like that, I did a lot of things for other people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even knowing... That when the shoe was on the other foot, they wouldn't do it for me. You know what I'm saying? So, but I was just honing my skills the whole time. You know what I'm saying? 
because I knew one day, regardless of what happens, if I know this knowledge and I got these contacts, I can use them at any time. You know what I'm saying? But now, you know, we coming together to the global group. You know, they brought me in, you know, part of branding, marketing, artists, all around, you know. And uh, that's that, you know. Just really yeah. since March, you know, I've been a part of the global brand. Alright, and uh, so how did, um, can you uh, first just tell me how the song License to Kill came about, and then also tell me um, your mindset when you wrote your verse, and what you were thinking. Okay, um, License to Kill, John Quest came with the with the concept, he was like, man, you want to do that, uh, I, you, you want me to sample that License to Kill joint? You know, from 007 movie, I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, because it was vaguely in my mind from back in the day, but I couldn't recall. You know, so he he pulled it up on his phone and played it. I'm like, oh, yeah. And he was like, yeah, we can talk about what's going on today. I'm like, cool. You know, so he asked Passport that he want to do it. At first, he didn't want to do it. He didn't know whether he wanted to do it or not. But then he, was, he heard the beat and was like, yeah, I'm down. So uh, he sent the beat. We got the writing it. Um, so it came from John Quest. But uh, what I was thinking when I wrote is, I can't lie to people. You know that that's how that's where I came as an artist. Like I have I have to say the real. I can't tell you anything. Like even like like I'm I'm kind of um like leery about the first line I said on there. You know what I'm saying? Because it's kind of the wrong thing. But I'm talking as if we moved as one. You know what I'm saying? But I was, I, it, it's like, all my music I let come from another place. It's like, I don't plan it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? When I write, it's just like, what's real? What's honest? You know, and that's what it is. It's not a racism thing. It's an abuse. I'm, I'm speaking on the abuse of power. You know what I'm saying? That's all over the world. And it's got to go for us to change. Yeah. Because we're missing out on a lot of things that a lot of people don't even know about. You know, our divinity is on the line. You know what I'm saying? With somebody with their foot on your neck, you can never be divine. You know what I'm saying? And we got to let them know, like, it's equalness here. You know, that's where yeah. I was coming from. And uh, do you think, um, how do you feel about uh, how the song was received so far? And um, do you feel um, it's going to get its proper just due? Because to me, it's that's a dope song. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I really like that song a lot. Man. Um. Right now, it's it's getting pretty good traction. Uh, I went through a, a distribution company that uh, Funkmaster Flex owns for uh, for the uh, for the single to go to DJs, and right now it's it's doing pretty good on numbers. You know, we're getting positive feedback. The um, the vocals, the beat, and everything is all getting positive feedback from all the DJs. Um, I don't think it's going to be a hit, but when I, when I when I when people hear it, I just you know, I just want to let them know that I know how you feel. I yeah. I feel the same way you feel. You know what I'm saying? But we can't send ourselves off either. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, the song got 2,800 views within like 18 hours, something like that. It was pretty good. Um, but I don't know. Wait till the video drops. That's all I can say. The video is yeah. like a movie. It's, it's amazing. You know, we we doing that now. You know, and 
we just got through with the plans last night. So what we coming with is going to be pretty amazing. If you know John Question, you know the videography that he does is just yeah. top notch. So we got a pretty interesting story coming off of it. Um, but yeah, once the video drops, and but anything comes with promotional money. I got to be honest with people, you know, like, like, it's not about I pay for views. It's I pay to get this in front of people. You know what I'm saying? It's on them to click it. And it's on me to, to make them like it once they click it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got to go so hard and I got to give them best, the best vocals. I got to give them the best visuals that I possibly can. So they'll say, hey, I like this and share it. You know what I'm saying? It, it, that's what it's all about. So people are talking about, there is paid for views, but we don't do that. Yeah. We pay for promotion I to get it in front of you. We'll pay for promotion to get it in front of you. And then now it's on us to make yeah. you like it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? If you don't like it, that's on us. So go back to the drawing board. But it, it's a dope song, and I hope it I hope it does well. It's doing it's doing okay right now. Yeah, I, I feel it's a... It could have been a better time, you know what I'm saying, for the song, personally, because it's, it's very detailed, both verses, very detailed. That's why I can't wait to see the video. Yeah, and what's crazy is we didn't plan that. Yeah. You know, I didn't know where he was going. I heard his verse, but you know how, like, he didn't rap it. He said it. Yeah. And, like, I really wasn't listening because I was trying to formulate my verse at the time, too. Yeah. But I just wanted to tell... How I felt. Yeah. I knew he was. I said, it doesn't matter what he's saying. I'm gonna say what I feel. And if I know, I know if he says what he feels, it's gonna be a dope song. And from concept to creation, it was like less than, less than forty eight hours. Yeah. You know, so for it to come out that good, like I was, I was definitely impressed. And actually, upon first recording, I had to go back and re-record because my delivery wasn't up to par to what what Passport did. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I had I listened. I'm like, no, I gotta go back because like I can't be the weak link. You yeah, know? we yeah. got to be we got to be level. Yeah. You know, and uh, but I re-recorded my verse and put it out. Yeah. So um, you mentioned marketing a lot. Um, do you feel that the way that you market yourself? Do you feel that can get your music in particular more exposure? The way that I market myself. Yeah. Um, I'm just getting into more of marketing myself because my mind works real funny. It's like if I'm sitting there trying to think of something for myself as, as far as marketing-wise, I can't think of nothing. But if you ask me something for you yeah. or for another artist, I could do it all day. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm just getting to the point where, like, but I'll have to, Passport will have to ask me something and I'll come up with an idea for him and then I'll have to think of myself in that same way. You know what I'm saying? Instantly. Yeah. Or I won't. Or I forget how to do it for me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Cause it, it's, it's funny. It's like I just want to tell everybody what I know. You know what I'm saying? Even though I make. It, it seems people say you're making. Um, you're making competition. But not really. You know. Because I tell anybody anything if, if they're worth it. But right now. I'm getting more into the marketing of myself and learning how to market me, you know. Yeah. Um, I haven't done enough, definitely. You know, that's why when you put out the top 10, you know, everybody wants to be on the top 10. You know, everybody wants to feel like they are top 10. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I was honest, honest enough with myself and said, have I done enough? 
you know, besides yeah. think and drop songs here and there, or like, I, I've got two mixtapes, I got more than that, but you know, and countless features, but like, have I done enough really to even argue with that? Yeah. No. So, really, what? Go hard, you know what I'm saying? So I, but I got some stuff coming. Yeah. It's like it's like if you don't, you know what I'm saying. That I'm like yeah. they don't pay attention to this. Somebody, somebody ain't somebody, somebody blind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But this was uh the list was just a it, it took a lot. It, there was a lot going into the list. The second the second one in December, I can just tell you how it was gonna go. We gonna drop um 50 artists in November. Mm-hmm. November first, we gonna we gonna do everything for people to see this time instead of behind mm-hmm. the scenes. And um, one artist is going to be a fan vote. So this really can show who really got fans in Peoria. Mm-hmm. So the fans can vote one artist in. It's strictly them. Then we'll do the other That's nine. That's the key. That's the key. We all out here trying to impress rappers. Yeah. We got to stop that. You know what I'm saying? It's cool. I love your respect. You know what I'm saying? As an yeah. artist. You know what I'm saying? I respect everybody's hustle. You know what I'm saying? It's hard sometimes. You know, everybody's... A, Everybody human, so you might get a hating thought in your head. But, like, I'm a realist, you know, and I tell myself the real at the end of the day. But, man, you just got to get out here and grind, man. Yeah. And, like, get to the people. Like, it's cool to try. Like, if you really listen to some rappers, they're trying to impress rappers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're not you're not giving the art of you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. J. Cole's successful because he's giving the art of you. He, he ain't worried about himself. impressing the rapper. You know what I'm saying? And I caught myself doing it all the time. I go through 16, uh, 16 songs or 16 bar verses all trying to impress rappers. Like, look what I could do. Look what I could do. Look what I could do. Subconsciously thinking that. You know what I'm saying? And your music is going to show that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's why I have outsiders involved in the voting process. Um, a dude from Boston who works mm-hmm. for a radio station up there and a dude from Orlando, Florida. And the reason why I do it that way is because it's not about clout. It ain't popularity when you just got two dudes who don't nothing about Peoria. They all they can do is listen to the music. Mm-hmm. So that's why I feel that's valuable to have outsiders. And we're gonna actually record. I don't know how much we're gonna be able to record, but we're gonna record our conversations, our dialogue, our arguments over each person. Right. And we're gonna display the bracket. You you know how um. March Madness brackets mm-hmm. are. That's the bracket system we use. So right. artists were paired up with each other. Right. Yeah, I, I was listening. So it, was, it was like, I mean, I liked it a lot. Like I feel that that was the one of the biggest moments in Peoria we've had so far with the music. Even though it was a lot of controversy with it, mm-hmm. but it woke people up for t- for that time. A lot of them have went back to sleep. Mm-hmm. You know what and, I'm saying? And. and that's what the problem is. When the next one comes out, they pop back up. It's like, hey. Exactly. It's like, whoever whoever continues working, man. And if you got a project and you ain't out here getting shows in one way or another, or if you got a team, there's no way you're not supposed to be performing. Not just in Peoria. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If y'all old enough to drive, you know what I'm saying? Go or got support from somebody old enough to drive, ain't, ain't no reason. You Man, set it up yourself. I'm going to give you the keys to the game. Even if all, it's an open mic. All these, all these rappers, anybody that's eating, style, I'll tell you, Styles P's hustle. If you, may, you may know. He'll go out there and set up a showcase of three or four of the hottest rappers out right now. 
He may perform. He may not perform first 15 minutes of the night. Somewhere in there, just a 15-minute set. Maybe. Yeah. But he set it all up. He getting all the bread. You know what I'm saying? Man, it's about counting money and keeping your shit moving. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to, man, that's how that's how you eat, man. Yeah. Like, like, that's how you eat in this in this industry. Yeah, we've had people here. Nobody's going to do it. Uh, shout out to uh, Mike from the Nine and uh, uh, Miss Bracey. They have put together showcases. The recent one, I think, got shut down. Mm-hmm. Before it even started, I think it was at Envy or something like that. So it's people trying to put showcase together. Yeah. But I just I look when I look at artists, I just try to see if you believable. Honestly, like you could you don't even have to be a hood nigga, but if you got that persona, and that's something that you can force on the people to listen to, and they believe you and they respect it, that's all you really need. You know what I'm saying? Like that was that's what like Rick Ross is a prime example. Rick Ross still got people feeling he out here really hustling, selling bricks. Right, there. and you and you know better. Yeah, but it's the voice that sells exactly. it. Exactly, it's, it's the image, the whole image that sells it. Yep. and like, yeah, I, I'll touch on that. Like, I used to, you know, rap about you know being out here, and I wasn't rapping about anything that I wasn't doing. But that doesn't mean that I was that rapper. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It may it may not have been believable. You know what I'm saying on a grand scale, and that that may have been my downfall. But that's all a stepping stepping stone in the learning process. Yeah. You know, so I I value it all. You know, I look back and see like, yeah, I rapped about this, I rapped about that. I had some I had some criticism, I had some controversy. There's people who knew the real, but really yeah. now that I look back on it, it didn't matter. Yeah, you don't you know want what I'm to indict yourself. It ain't like you gotta be like, hey, right. I'm it's really like, doing look, this. Look, it was on yeah. April 3rd. You yeah, ain't gotta do none it, of that. It, it's like, that's what you have to do to them to, to yeah. prove it to these people. Because nobody, so like, uh, nobody believed Bobby Smurder. Nobody believed he was really out here doing that. They thought it was a dance and then the moment he got indicted on conspiracy, it was like, alright, hold on. So these, right. was, these was real names he was naming. And them people he was naming, they got 90 years, 100 years and stuff. And he he finna get two years, too. Yeah, that's all the setup, man. They telling you, tell us everything that you know. You know, everything that you do. Because the police watching. The exactly. police done came up to us before. It was like, yeah, we watch y'all videos. And they just waiting to slip up. And then they they wait, just Yeah, they watch everybody's videos. They yeah. watch everybody's videos. It's their job. Mm-hmm. Locally, local police. Yeah, they watch everybody. People don't think police officers don't got Facebook. Come on, man. They right there. They they coming out the woodworks now with a whole lot of racism. We just had trolls from Oklahoma, all police. Dang. Yeah, all police talking crazy, calling us racist. Like, how we racist because we want some pride. Yeah. We want some respect. You know what I'm saying? We want some respect, now we racist. You know what I'm saying? We putting ourselves first, and now we racist. You know, that's where all that, yeah, they coming out with police everywhere on there. Yeah, so what? Uh, who are some um, artists in Peoria that you would want to work with? Um, I've always wanted to work with Dozier. I don't know if you're familiar with her, Brittany Dozier. She's she's a beast. She's like one of the coldest females, hands down, I ever heard. Okay. Uh, not just from Peoria, just period. Like she right up there with Nicki Minaj, if not better. You know what I'm saying? It's just, mm-hmm. you know, it's really all on the individual. You know what I'm saying? Talent is nothing. You know what I'm saying? If you're not going to get out there and push it, you know what I'm saying? As hard as you possibly can. You got to be honest with yourself. Um, let me see. Who else? 
Hmm. Uh, I'm working on getting a track with Too Fresh. It's uh, Doug Hammond, Too Fresh. He's out of uh, Summer City Productions. He's he's dope. He he had won the um, we had a rock the mic competition last fall, and he won that. That's pretty dope. Um, he can spit. Um, D lavish. I once I, once I heard him, I was I, I just respect how he puts the song together. Shouts out to D lavish. Um. Really anybody who wanna work, you know, who who wanna work and respects the crowd. I wanna hear you and Trey Hammy. Me and Trey Hammy? Yeah. Oh, most definitely. I feel that's overdue. Uh honestly. Most definitely. I feel y'all too. I reached out to Trey Hammy. Some today. Real shit. Yeah, I reached out to Trey Hammy today to do a song for the uh for the Played in Peoria documentary that's coming out at the end of summer. Uh, can you talk about that? Uh, a little you, bit. If you want to touch on it, whatever you bit. can. It's yeah. like it's not all my project. Yeah. I'm just only in charge of the sound, getting the songs together for the soundtrack. But uh, John Quest production directed. Uh, it's coming out. It's about Sean Livingston, um, AJ Guyton, um, Howard Nathan, David Booth, and who am I missing? Frank Williams, okay. and um, yeah, it's been put getting put together for the last year or so, but uh, it's gonna come out at the end of the summer. And I reached out to a few artists today, you know, to put some lyrical joints down about, you know, a couple of the different players, you know, Peoria Pride in general, you know, and um, I can't wait for it to come out. It's gonna have a big release. Uh, all the, everything's getting set up now to start promoting the release. So I can't really say when it's gonna come out, but yeah, um, I'm gonna have um, probably get I'm probably gonna try to get all y'all on here at once, talk about it when uh for uh when y'all start for uh promoting it. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna just grab everybody. Yeah, I want a quest to come today. He was like, Nah, we'll have a global day one day uh coming up. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Passport had told me to get him on. Yeah, he's amazing. He, he just man. be uh, I know he be he's running, behind he be running the scenes, around. Man. Yeah, he, he, he out of the country and shit. He be all over the place. He just came back from India. Yeah, so I, I, I'm going to have to get him anyway. But uh, I definitely, when um, it come time for the documentary to come out, everybody to come through. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And chop it up and promote that as well. So um, what do you feel about um, Peoria's music scene? Well, matter of fact, you was, since you was around earlier on, before I was even really involved, I was probably like, 13, 14. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me how Peoria music scene was then and how it is now and Around what's what the difference? Around what time? Um, just back when like, we were just Like, let's, let's go 08 to, um, from 08 till now. Um, like, what's the difference that you can see? Not much, man. Not much? You know, like, not for real. Uh, it's it's always the same politics in Peoria. You know, I rap, you rap, you know, I want to be heard, you want to be heard, you know, and like Black Flag was, was hot when I first got out at the time. Uh, around 08, they was hot. Um, the next few years, I didn't hear much from them. You know what I'm saying? They tried to do some things here and there. They, they put out some joints. You know, had some 
had some uh, shuffling up, you know, within the squad. And then uh, around 09, 2010, that's when my boy Bars got out and we started MUC. So then I really got to see, like, all the music, that, who was really out here. Um, we had uh, Bloodline from, from the South, uh, the Goonies. They was big. That's like probably the biggest real movement that I've seen from Peoria. Like real. Like people was rocking with it. You know, the uh what the fuck do you mean? I'm with the shit or some shit. That I think the song was it it was dope. It was dope though. They was they yeah. was rocking. Um Hood the Good was hot and then uh, they had started shut it down and that was like the center of music in Peoria for real. It's like it gave people somewhere to come to showcase their talent. But nobody ever thought they lost. Always got, to, always thought that they got cheated. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you lost, you, you got cheated. Yeah. You know, that's just how it was. It's egos. It's like we we, we grown babies. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it's the same. It's the same right now. You know what I'm saying? I'd love to have that, though. Yeah, we don't have that now. Uh, Dubber, uh, he just said he's starting it back in August or something. But I don't know. Now yeah. that all this... BS just wouldn't hap happen. I don't know. Like, I don't really go out in Peoria no more. I don't go out. Unless I'm going out to promote yeah. or something. Or, or, or the work. I'm it's, getting paid to watch somebody perform. Or perform. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not I'm not going out. It's too much. Um, But, yeah, they, it's supposed to be coming back, man. But if, if people, if we as people who've already been out here and been through that, you know, political ego BS that happens, and we don't teach the young dudes that's out here trying to do it now, yeah. when, when Shut It Down comes back, then it's, it's going to end up the same way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that was my, that was kind of my rift with a lot of the um, older rappers. I ain't saying old like they some old motherfuckers, but right. people who came before my generation, um, they felt they weren't represented on the list. And um, to me personally, that's they fault. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, if you wasn't on the list, that's your fault, no matter what. Yeah, and no matter they, what. They just felt that because they like just because you've been doing this twenty years, that don't mean you better than the dude that's been doing it too. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Or just you gotta kinda, keep proving why. Yeah, you gotta you keep gotta stay relevant, that. and you gotta try to connect with us. And it wasn't that I wasn't paying attention to what was going on. You just didn't get enough votes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And my thing was like, I, I hate the word pioneer. When it comes to Peoria music, because, because we had that. people, we had people who were pioneers, but it didn't transcend to the next generation. Like, I I don't remember artists teaching these guys that are rapping now the essence of real hip hop, as far as Peoria's uh, history, or just how to actually rap. It's just a whole bunch of gibberish shit that we got out here. No one was really teaching these guys what they need to do. That's what real pioneers do. They right. kind of pave in a way. Yeah, that's that's what I've always tried to do. Like that's I, we talked about this earlier. I always tell somebody the right thing, even if somebody looks at it as I'm creating competition. If yeah. I if if I look at you and I see you doing the right, if you, if I see you trying and I know you got potential, I'm gonna tell you the right thing. Are you saying the wrong things on Facebook? Thinking about the wrong things? I'll get in your inbox and say, check it out. Stop thinking about that. And dig it out of yourself. You know what I'm right. saying? Even if I don't know you. You know what I'm saying? And I know you're working. You know, don't get caught up in the static. You know, that's that's my whole thing. And 
I don't go around to every person and I don't just like yell out and preach to everybody if I if I run into you or I see you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then I tell you. you people know still saying? gonna do whatever they want to do. Yeah, for real. Yeah. And it's like it's a lot of carbon copy from Chicago. I can't stand. It's like. Yeah, like, we need to try to be pure and not not what they got going on. They that's a whole nother animal. Yeah, just be you. You dancing like them and all that. It's it's crazy, but you know everything changes. You know, just like. When I was coming up, they was like, oh, that music y'all listen to, crazy, rock him. And we was like, we don't want to hear that, you know. It's the same yeah. thing. It's, it's just generation gaps, you know. But it's still important to teach them the essence of hip-hop, you know. Because if you get caught up into this today, you just promoting a whole lot of stuff that ain't hip-hop. Yeah. And then hip-hop be, <coughs> hip-hop be dying. Oh, yeah. One thing I think hip-hop needs is, I, and Nori, Nori talks about this all the time. Is they need a uh, hip hop artist? They need like a union, like insurance and shit like that. Yeah, every time. So they like start. all these these stars, man, like they broke now. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And it's cause like they ain't have like no no pension, no four one k plan to back up when they done ten years out out of out of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? It's like you had to create. You pretty much had to reinvent yourself yeah. years down the line after you was that guy. With this music, I mean, anybody who's tried to create that type of coalition in hip hop is dead. Yeah, exactly. What's that tell you? Yeah, you know they, they don't. don't the, the, they's, no the they's don't want that. Yeah, the they's, and it's it's not it's not even a. I, I I try to stay far away from color as possible. You know what I'm saying? It's an abuse of power thing. Yeah, it's the gatekeepers on EC. They feel as though that they created this industry. They created the entertainment industry. They created the music industry. So you're going to go through them. You're not going to take it. They'll tear it down or tear you down before they let it happen. And that's how it is. So it's like, but it's coming, though. That's why I feel like... Everybody got to stand as one, and it's coming right now. 20 years down the line, man, we'll probably... We might not even have hip-hop no more. We might found something else to do. You know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. took rock and roll from us. They took blues. They took jazz. Right. Then we got hip-hop. Now they... they If you want to be honest, a lot of people talk about like Rick Ross and Jay Day bosses. It's a white man above them. You know, mm-hmm. that's pulling the strings. Mm-hmm. That's giving them the go. Right. So, and they're not going to talk about anything that they're not told to talk about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All they got to... See, they don't have to... Go to every rapper and say, I want you to talk about drugs in some evil voice and, and, and all that. All they got to do is show you success. They'll show you the number one rapper. What is he rapping about? What is he doing? Promote him as the best rapper. Is getting the most money and you're going to follow suit because that's what you think success is. Yeah. That's it. They, they don't have to tell you to do it. You're going to do it because you think cause it's, all about the, it's all about the money. Yeah, my generation right now is Drake and Future. Man, Drake is amazing to me, though. Uh, it depends. I've heard a lot of artists, man. It it depends on what type of artist you are. Like, as for, I mean, what type of listener you are. Me, personally, I liked, I liked early Drake. Because I, I felt he wrote his own shit. I still think he does. I, well, it, well, it's actually proven he does. Quinn Miller really did write six songs for him. Right, and but... Drake actually... We talked as about long that as Drake gives him his credit... Though. As long as people get that credit for writing their shit, mm-hmm. it's fine. Like 
Quinn Miller wrote them songs for him, but Drake delivered them. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I would never say Drake's a top ten artist to me. Uh, top ten lyricist. Mm-hmm. Artist is different. Artist. Kanye, okay. to be honest, to me personally, is the greatest artist of all time. Artist? Yes. As far as create creator. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the production side, the music, putting songs together. Because he don't write all his shit in either. Yeah, I can see why you say that. So I, I give him him the nod, but then I can't, I can't sit here and lie and be like, if I found out Jay-Z didn't write all his shit, I wouldn't be hurt or that, or that wouldn't affect me. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't. I couldn't fuck with him the same. I look at him completely different. Same if you heard Eminem didn't write his shit. Exactly. I heard when I heard that Gilly the Kid and all them was writing on the Carter, my heart almost stopped. I was like, what? Like, yeah. Are you serious? You know, but when when you figure out how the business works, it makes a lot of sense to you. They don't want everybody to know how the business works, or it wouldn't work. Yeah. Because it'd, it'd be a traffic jam getting in. They're going to keep your mind focused on a whole lot of stuff that really doesn't matter. You know, put your music here, go to this blog, go to that blog, stuff that keeps you out of the way. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But when you really understand how the music business works, you'll see that Drake did those songs for a reason. You know what I'm saying? To advance his career. You know what I'm saying? You have to take your pride out of it. When you're saying, I'm I'm out to get money, you either out to get money or you're not. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's about. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and that's not who I am as an artist, but you have to look at it like that. Like, am I in this to get money? Yes. But do what makes money. You know what I'm saying? Am I in this for the love of hip-hop? Well, then do it for the love of hip-hop. And ain't nobody going to be writing nothing. You may not get as much money, yeah. but you're going to have love in hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's really just about not second guessing yourself yeah. and knowing what you want. And that's why I rock with J. Cole so heavy. Man. Because J. Cole's strictly hip hop. You see he didn't get all the awards. Nah, but um well Kendrick I'm cool with Kendrick Kendrick's all hip hop too. But J. Cole made the most money last year mm-hmm. strictly music. Right, because you know he know wrote it all. And he out he out and I was surprised because 'cause I'm like, oh Drake, Drake, Drake. Nah, J. Cole did. And his album came out in 2014. That was just straight tours. Um, His team, his his artists that he signed to his label, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I I respect what Hov does more so than what Drake do. Because I see Drake's trying to be like Jay, which he has the power. Let's just be real. Drake's at that level now where he can sneeze on a song and everybody go crazy mm-hmm. for it. So he really don't have to write everything right now. Because mm-hmm. he he just rides waves. Right, you know because what that's what keeps him in the limelight. Yeah, because, and it's less work. Because he lets writers come in that pull strings in the music industry. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They've been around. That's how they eat. That's why they're millionaires and billionaires. Because they get in on songs just from being in their position in the music business. Yeah. So if you want the awards, if you want the glitz and glamour, you're going to take riffs and little knob tunes and publishing given up to these people in order to stay on top. If yeah. you don't want to do that, you may be behind the scenes. You can get your money because you wrote everything, but it's never going to be as, as long as you as stay that a person ghost. that you... Because he ain't a ghost no more. <laughs> right. He ain't even a ghost now. Now it's just like... I don't know what's going on with Quinn Miller now. Like I know he's putting out his own music now, but it's just like you was you was good good being a ghost. Now it's gonna be tough for people to work with you now because mm-hmm. they don't the trust is gone. Because now you you went around telling everybody 
You wrote for Drake. Mm-hmm. Meek Mill wanted you to write for him. Yeah, most people ain't gonna work with you no more. You know, yeah. man, that that comes apart with you know feeling yourself too much. You know what I'm saying? Jumping yeah. the gun and not really seeing what he was about. Exactly. You know? So I hope um, pure people don't start doing that. Writing for other people. I hope. I, do you, Do you think there's people in Peoria writing for other artists right now? In Peoria. As far as what? Like people writing for other, like their friends or some shit. In Peoria. I mean, on a small level. Yeah. Yeah. No, I ain't talking major. Maybe, maybe, maybe just starting out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because it's all a part of the process of 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 gaining confidence in yourself to write something on a piece of paper. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Actually stick with it. You know. You'll, you'll, when you first start out, you'll ask somebody that's one of your boys that's cold, all right, a rap for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, it's some young, you know, just starting out stuff. It's, it's a part of the process. That, that level, but as far as like, you know, Free is the Kid and it was written by Mikey D, no. Yeah. No, no, no definitely no. not. There's too much pride out here, too much pride and ego. Uh, what do you feel uh, you could, that you could bring to the game? Right now, that's different. Man, just just a hundred percent truth. Like since '08, I've been on like like people people make it cliche, but I've been on like just a consciousness consciousness awakening, man. That I don't control. You know what I'm saying? And I am who I am because I have to be. And it's like I can't lie to people, whether it's in my music or I have to tell you the right thing. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I feel J. Cole so much and I be mad at him sometimes because I'm like, man, you you in my spot. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But it's like there's room enough for both of us because I'm jerked. That's J. Cole. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I condition myself every day, you know, to say, like, if I got $20 million, I'm spending $20 million. You know what I'm saying? For real. As long as my people that help me get that are paid for, like, because they may not have the same vision as me. So I can't just do John Quest and Passport wrong, you know, or whoever's on my team then with the money that they made and spend their money. But, you know, other than the money that, like, say I made $15 million, I'd spend $15 million on educating people on who they really are. Really are. You know what I'm saying? Not this everyday public school. Who are you? Not just black people. Everybody. Who are you? You know, mainly black people because we, if we knew who we were, we wouldn't be in this situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If we knew who we were inside, we're more than this. We're gods. You know what I'm saying? I'd, I'd set up different people who know what they're talking about in different areas of the United States and educated people on who they are. You know, that's what I would bring to the game. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. need money. It's fake. It's just what you believe. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what would be um, a dream feature? Dream feature, I would have to be, man, it, it's so many different people, man. Uh, right now, as of right now, J. Cole, I've always wanted to do a song with Alanis Morissette, if you know who that is. She's, uh, she was big in, in like the mid-90s. Uh, in 96, she got, um, she had an album called Jagged Little Pill. She's a rock, like an alternative rock. Uh, I, I was like one. Wow. Yeah, how more ninety five. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um let's see. This is like there's not too many people I respect 
in the game today. You know what I'm saying? I I I'd still do a song like Nas. Yeah. Um. I'm getting to feel Kendrick. You know, I had to see how real he was with it or not. If he was telling the truth, or he or he just saying something to get some money. You know, if he really felt this way. You know, and I'm starting to feel Kendrick. So I like to do a song with him. You know, I'm a real lyrical person. I like I like that challenge. I want to be on songs with people that people think should smash me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just to see where I'm at. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But it's not too many I respect. You know, because I'm not gonna just say anything, but. Yeah. I, I respect Spitter, so anybody that is just lyrically dope, pretty much, I, I'd love to do a song with. Yeah. i like to hear you and Sheik. Sheik Looch? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's one of my, man, he had, I don't know if you ever heard it, he had an album, Gangsta and a Gentleman. Yeah, oh, I was a Locks oh, fan. I was a crazy gosh. Locks fan. Yeah, the Locks, man, that's where, I, that's where my name comes from. A Locks album. Yeah. Uh, when, Which when, song? Uh, it's uh we are the streets. Alright. Um it's the it's the <laughs> it's the skit where they making fun of Diddy. You know, like Jake jerking niggas and they got Jay Hood yeah. and oh, he, he okay. rapping, yeah. he was like I dodge on niggas like windshield wipers or some yeah. shit. But they didn't call him Jay yeah. and my boys, you know, growing up, coming up back in two thousand Ninety nine, they called me, started calling me Jay Jerkin, you know, uh, just because I was like mean, I could talk people out of their stuff, you know. And yeah. it was a joke, really, but then Jerk stuck, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Jerk yeah. the Whiskey was just a Facebook name, but that's why I was like battling with, you know, like, keeping it because people liked it. It was funny, but then I was like, nah, it's messing me up as an artist because people don't take me serious, you know, but it's really just a Facebook name. But that's where it originally came from. It wasn't yeah. locked out. It was Damn. crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to do a song with Sheik, man. So who is uh would be your top five um of all time? Hmm. In order? No, you ain't gotta go order, you can just okay. name five, I know order. Okay. People be difficult with that order. I have to say Nas. Jay-Z, got to give Tupac a slot. He's just a poet on a whole nother level. Um, man, I respect Eminem. I learned a lot from him, so I got to put him there. And um, that fifth spot, man. Fifth spot. Mm -hmm. I have to say, probably Biggie, man. Biggie have to get the fifth spot. I didn't say him yet, did I? No. Okay. Yeah, Biggie get that fifth spot. Because I can't even put nobody ahead of them yet. It's just like they haven't done enough. Yeah. I always ask that question because everybody gets like I've had people. Somebody's told me Soldier Boy. Woo! Was in their top five, yeah. So you get a lot of different ones. Man, that's <laughs> okay. Does he even have any bars? No, but uh, has he ever even set a bar? Yeah, but to my generation, music was introduced because of Soldier Boy. As far as the first thing we seen on YouTube was you, yeah, man that swept the nation. Him, that sound, 
Soldier Boy kind of started. Yeah, for a lot us. of kids. Yeah, for a lot of kids. When yeah. I was a kid, Soldier Boy was like that guy. Before Superman, he had tons and tons of songs out. Oh yeah, on the internet. I yeah, heard. he That's... was he was like the MySpace guy who broke MySpace with his with his music. So a lot of people started liking music because of him, mm-hmm. but he's terrible. Yeah, he's he's a horrible artist. But he does beats and production. He gets money through that. Uh, he does. He got that yes, that yes, bitch, yes, that Nicki Minaj song. Mm-hmm. That was his song. Um, yeah, he like. See, yeah, he that, does that shit. That's know. where the money is. Yeah. That's why people say, "Oh, I wouldn't rap." Man, you gotta go where the money at. If it's a hit and it's a hook. Yeah, and he produced the song. He made the beat. So he, he I mean, he finds a way to stay rich. We ain't heard no broke stories yet from him. So. Right, yeah. And he was one of the young, he was like 16 then that Superman song came out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he was one of the young guys, so we kind of seen how he developed. Yeah, I remember how big that was. Yeah. Soldier Boy, tell him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that nigga Soldier Boy. So, uh, what's uh, next for you? Last question. Uh, working that on you can That you can say. I know everybody wants to give everything away. Okay, uh, yeah, I'm working on an album right now. I got some amazing songs coming out. Singles, man. Uh, produced by John Quest. Shouts out to him, Passport, both, man, for making it all possible, for real. Um, I could have made them, but, like, not on this level. You know, they actually, John Quest bring visions to life. You say, man, I want to beat, you know, I'll say, I'll sing a hook. Be like, I want to beat like this. He'll be like, all right, make it, you know, bring your vision to life, you know. So, got some pretty amazing stuff coming with him. Um, We're working on, the documentary's done, working on music for that. Um, Passport got customs coming, still helping him promote that. Um, we got the A3C Festival in, in Georgia coming up. Uh, we're going to be down there. Um, it's like, it's like South by Southwest, but just hip hop, all hip hop in Atlanta. And, uh, so we're going to be down there. I think that's in October. Um, and really just. Like helping Passport out, you know, with any type of marketing and promotion until customs drop, you know, and then and beyond. Um, he's working on a video right now. So, like, anybody that's listening, he got the track same number, the, the single same number. It's on his SoundCloud, Passport Lewis. And if you'd like to do a video of yourself rocking to the song and send it to him, uh, inbox, email is on his, is on his Facebook page, all that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, put I together a dope one. video. Yeah, I sent the one. Yeah, it's gonna be nice. We're gonna get a lot of views. And um really just making music, man, and uh paying attention to what's going on in the world, man. To what's going on in the world, it, it, it really makes it hard, you know, to make plans. Cause like I I really feel what's going on. I don't just see it, you know, and it it creates a lot of confusion. But I try to keep it going for everybody else, you know, because everybody else is keeping it going, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I'm not blind to it either. You know what I'm saying? But, man, it's just continuing to try to prove why I consider myself one of the best to ever do it from here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And continue to uh, grow the global brand. All right. And uh, working uh people get in touch with you uh, for business, music, songs, features, anything like that? Uh, man, the easiest way, just hit me on my Facebook. I'm on there at Jerk Nowitzki. Uh or my artist page, Jerk, just Jerk. Um, on Twitter, 
uh, Jerk the Hitman, T-H-A, J-E-R-K-T-H-A, H-A, I mean, excuse me, H-I-T-M-A-N. Um, maybe my Facebook, though. Uh, or you can email me, richpoetsmusic at gmail.com. Like, really, you need anything, like, distribution. Like, uh, I distribute your songs for free. You know, like, uh, to iTunes, all that. You know what I'm saying? I do it for free. You ain't got to pay CD, baby. You know what I'm saying? Um, really, anything you need as an artist, if it's advice or whatever, I'm not, I don't feel like high and mighty because you ask me a question. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. feel like it's my job because I've been through it. And if I can tell you something, I'm going to tell you if I know it. If I don't know, I'm going to tell you how I can find out and how you can find out because if I can Google it, so can you. Right. Use Google, man. You know what I'm saying? You can find out anything. You know? Yep. That's that. Well, we appreciate you coming through. Uh, we got Kojak Jerk. Appreciate you having me, man. We out. God bless. bless.